Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Friday, May 5th. He uncovered his ear. Today's scripture reading is found in 1 Samuel chapter 9, verses 14 through 17 from the message translation, which reads, They continued their climb and entered the city. And then there he was, Samuel, coming straight toward them on his way to the shrine. The very day before God had confided in Samuel, This time tomorrow I'm sending a man from the land of Benjamin to meet you. You're to anoint him as prince over my people Israel. He will free my people from Philistine oppression. Yes, I know all about their hard circumstances. I've heard their cries for help. The moment Samuel laid eyes on Saul, God said, He's the one, the man I told you about. This is the one who will keep my people in check. This is God's word. And this is Craig's word regarding the first time God spoke to Samuel. Isn't it interesting that Samuel mistook God's audible voice merely for that of the man next door? This is not what we expect God to sound like. Hearing him speak should surely be unmistakable and unmissable. A booming voice from the heavens, an angelic appearance at night, that sort of thing. But sometimes, actually most of the time in my experience, his voice is entirely mistakable for something or someone else. Most of the time, we miss the voice of God, not because it's too strange, but because it's too familiar. He sounds like a song on the radio, a fleeting thought, the old man next door. The God of the universe is rarely weird. He is the very one who has predetermined and defined that which we consider normal, so it would be ludicrous if he had to somehow banish himself from his own norms whenever he wanted to communicate with his own creation. He speaks in a familiar accent. He impregnates the natural with the supernatural and makes the mundane holy. Oh, these are beautiful lines, people. Again and again, he comes to us, as one mystic puts it, disguised as our own life. Ah, brilliant. This again is Pete Craig from his book, How to Hear God, pages 126 and 127. Folks, you're not even beginning to hear the half of it or the quarter of it. Get the book and read it. And this is Mike's word. Craig takes us to that first divine call in Samuel's youth when Samuel didn't yet recognize the voice of God and needed an Eli to help him discern and answer it. May God bless each of us with an Eli or two. My Hebrew reading and reflections on the books of Samuel had me in the narrative much later in Samuel's life when Eli was long dead and gone, but the voice was very much alive and speaking, and Samuel was listening. As I read through the Hebrew text of 1 Samuel 9 and 10, I was struck by the steady back and forth between God and Samuel, just as a matter of course. Life for Samuel had become a streaming conversation. Over the decades, he had learned how to tune in. Over the decades, he had learned how to stay tuned in. But I was particularly struck by one simple turn of phrase in the Hebrew text that captured the nature of this streaming conversation, a turn of phrase that's lost in translation, at least mostly. 
As the rather clueless yet physically imposing Saul approaches the gate, he asks the kindly but obviously rather ordinary old man where he might find the seer, not having the slightest inkling who he was talking to, though this old man knew exactly to whom he was speaking, because he was listening. A seer, by definition, is someone who knows what to say because he knows how to listen. The day before this meeting at the gate took place, God had confided in Samuel that he would have a significant encounter the next day, prepping him for this very conversation. Typically, translations say that God informed Samuel or told him or as the message translation has it, confided in him. But none bring across the concrete image that literally is offered to us in the Hebrew text, which reads, God uncovered the ear of Samuel. Picture God, as it were, bending close like an intimate friend, moving aside Samuel's long flowing Nazarite hair, and then whispering close, at this time tomorrow, you're going to meet someone important. This is what we have to look forward to as we pursue a lifestyle of hearing God. Moving beyond needing an Eli to spell out for us, this is God's voice or this isn't, as we hear God but then run somewhere else to answer. Moving beyond that to a streaming conversation with the divine in which God like an intimate friend, brushes aside our hair, cups his hand around our ear, and then whispers into our ear as he lays out what's really going down in what otherwise might have seemed to be just another conversation. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, Most of the time, we miss God's voice, not because it's too strange, but because it's too familiar. Do you agree or disagree? Why? How often do you find yourself missing the voice of God? When most recently have you experienced God uncovering your ear to speak intimately with you? How do we cultivate this as a streaming conversation with God? In other words, how do we move from 1 Samuel 3 to 1 Samuel 9. I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy. Also your daughters, your old men will dream. Your young men will see visions. I'll even pour out my spirit on the servants, men and women both. Lord, I believe this. I receive this. Let me not be gullible when others speak, but let me not be cynical either. Let me trust that you indeed still speak actively, presently, directly, dynamically, through men and women, through young and old, through religious and irreligious, through educated and uneducated, through swelling intellect, and yes, even through an ass as you did to Balaam of old, in so doing restraining the madness of a prophet. Let me not shush your holy breath yet moving in the world, and let me not be fooled by every whiff of bad breath that would pawn itself off as you. Speak, Lord. Your servant, your son, your daughter is listening. Through your mercies. <laughs>